what's going on guys welcome back to another episode of the better together podcast i'm josh i'm seth and today guys we're doing a little inside zoom edition for the podcast episode today because this weather has got everybody going crazy in georgia right now and so unfortunately seth was not able to make the drive and we had to do a zoom process <laughs> a whole one inch of snow <laughs> i know right that it literally, when it snows or gets crazy in Georgia, everyone thinks it's the freaking apocalypse. Dude, right? It's crazy. But guys, we got a good, good topic for you today. And I think this is something that everybody can use a little bit of in this conversation right here. And today we're going to be talking about how to forgive those who have wronged or hurt us. Now, this is kind of a sore topic because me and Seth, we have, you know, had our fair share of that, right, Seth? That's right. And we realize well, it's cold out here, bro. <laughs> it's not just outside. The world actually is cold. <laughs> um, when Even if it's like 100 degrees, people can still be hurtful. They can still be mean. And so we just want to talk to you guys a little about that because we know it can be hard to forgive. And we want to be able to just provide you guys with a little bit of insight on some of our pain, some of our past traumas that maybe we've dealt with. And we can help you guys deal with the things that you guys are going through right now or right. go to, you know? Yeah, and if you find that you can relate to our stories and you're going through the struggle right now, I hope that we can sort of give you some insight and help bring some peace yeah. to whatever situation that you're in right now. Exactly. All right, so let's get into it. Now, before we start off with some advice on how to help forgive people, let's go over some of the pain that we felt and those who have wronged us in the past. Now, I can flip a coin. I can do anything. We can play rubber scissors on who goes first on this one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we want to we want to start from square one, right? We we want to give the a story of a person who hurt us, right? Exactly. And do you want to flip a coin? Yeah, let's flip a coin. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> I guess since we have this, let's just do it. Right. Okay. So I'm gonna have you call in the air. Okay. All right. For the listener, we're literally about to flip a coin. We're literally about to flip a coin. Here we go. And it's up. And tails. Okay, let me flip it. It is tails. All right, so does that mean I go first? Yes, sir. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. So I, I think the main story of the person that that hurt me probably the most um, was a couple years ago mm-hmm. uh, when I was in college. Now we don't want to say names, just to just to put that out there. Right. So no names will be will be said. I'm just gonna let's 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 create a false name. Okay. Um, Frederick. Frederick. Okay. Good old Freddie and I <laughs> decided to go to college, right? And it just so happened we get to the same college. Um. So we roomed together, we chilled together, and Freddie and I decided it's it's time to you know go experience the college lifestyle it's time to go out there Uh-oh. And so we made lots of friends mm-hmm. which also came with lots of mistakes yeah i bet and freddie over here was trying to be a big pimp mm. if that makes sense right yeah that makes sense um and so for me i was more of a conservative sort of i was very shy at that point in my life Right. Because I went through so many traumatic experiences in high school. So I was more of the standoffish. But, you know, everyone really liked me because, I don't know, I guess I'm just a good vibe. 
um so freddie went out and tried to get all these females and such and then i would make friends with them because i wasn't really looking for anything right and then what he would do is when he would frick up because he's not that good (laughs) he would use me as leverage to say hey you're in the wrong about the situation and Mm. seth said also you're in the wrong about it Dang. so how he didn't like that you were telling him this no 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 no. he would use my name as leverage to the girls to say he is in the right because i said i because he would come up to me spin Mm -hmm. the whole situation around right Mm -hmm. to where he looks like the good guy and of course i would agree right because he spins the the story right um and so this went on for months um literally months i remember one time we were at like this random dude's house uh-huh. and he decided to get in a fight with someone oh and so i had to literally save him in front of people that i don't even know yeah and be like hey, guys calm down calm down i have to make so many excuses yes yeah. I, I saved his ass from getting beat up <laughs> yeah. so many people dude there was like a hundred people in the house yeah, and I had to be the man. one to be like, no, 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 you know, right, 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 pushing everybody away. Yeah, and and uh, speaking truth to the situation, right, and yeah. sort of lying because I knew what was up. Mm-hmm. But it, it came to the point where all the people that have, oh, 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 Frederick, yeah, Freddie, <laughs> well, Freddie all, the, <laughs> all the people that Freddie has hurt, they all came up to me one day. They literally sat me down. On I was on a chair. They were uh-huh. all sitting on a couch. Oh, whole six, intervention. Yeah, it was six girls literally sitting uh, down. Usually that'd be a guy's dream, right there. But yeah, but that was not, not my dream situation. <laughs> not, not this, not this situation. Um, <laughs> they're just like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "You're so much better." And I was like, "And that's when like everything started clicking, right? Like mm-hmm. I was, I was putting these situations and." and connecting the dots and like you know what maybe this is for real right like maybe this is real and it's almost like i knew it was real mm-hmm. but my mind didn't want to say it was real because i felt so much comfort in the situation i was in right yeah yeah finally it started clicking once you started realizing that this dude was kind of using you in your name so it took you a minute to see until like until those girls sat you down you didn't really even know what was going on well yeah i'll be honest with you i started to connect the dots way before that yeah but i just didn't want to believe it right whenever you're going through a traumatic experience sometimes you don't want to believe it yeah that's true that that it's happening to you You try everything you can to do to like get back way like how things were and just avoid like making it worse yeah exactly because you don't want to be that person that looks maybe stupid or dumb and that's what almost felt like in that situation i was being dumb Mm. but you know a situation is what the situation is yeah uh so i just got out of there yeah as fast as you could huh literally i i contacted the housing uh-huh. And I was like, hey, this is happening. Like, get me out of this. And so literally maybe two days later, I'm out of the dorm. And I packed up all my stuff. Yeah. And like, it took me like a couple hours to like pack, unpack 
when I got there. Yeah. And it took me maybe an hour to pack up all that because I was done. Right. Like, I needed to leave. I needed to go. So we actually devised a plan of how oh. we were about to do this. Uh-huh. And so we just waited on everyone to leave the dorm. And then yeah. the girls and I literally took all my stuff to my next room. And then boom, that was it. And you moved, you just moved out of there. So this, yeah. so Patrick was your roommate. He was your roommate. Yeah, exactly. And you just went to a whole different, like, was the room kind no, of, no, or was no, it yeah, different? What's, what's funny is it was the same dorm building that I moved to, but uh-huh. just two floors down because that's all they had. Oh, and so gosh. that was a better option than nothing. Right. 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 Facts. Because facts. At, at that point in the situation, everyone was turning against me mm. because Freddie was making everyone turn against me. Right. And there was a night where uh, Freddie, it was like two, three in the morning mm-hmm. where all of a sudden I woke up to just bang, bang, bang on my door. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't want to open that shit. I'm calling the police. Yeah. And then all of a sudden a note or Uh-oh. like a, a paper slips through my door. Uh-huh. I'm like, what? And so I wait a second. Right. And then I go grab it. And then it's a note about why I'm in the wrong. Wow. Like completely in the wrong. And it was three pages. And at the the, the last page, it was more of like a um how do I describe this? It's more of a, a love letter to get me reel me back in. Oh, know? really? It's it's like it's like, bro, you're my best friend. Like, you know that, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, we go back so, so long. I mean, true. So long. Did you guys yeah. really go back that long, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We okay, really okay. back that long. But he was like, no, bro, like, I got you. If you want to talk this out, like, let's talk it out. But, but just know that you're either, he didn't directly say this, but uh-huh. it was directly said in the letter. Either yeah. you choose me or, you know, we choose nothing here. Like, this is it. Wow. So how did you feel about that? What you end up doing? I started laughing and uh-huh. I took a bunch of pictures of it and sent it out because I was just like, what is this? Oh, I was like, because I was thinking, I was like, all that years of like being on the phone, chilling together, right. you know, being in person, all the hours spent, even like gaming too. Yeah. Um, all went down to three pages. Wow. And you needed right? more than that. Yeah, dude, you can't just put in the words like three pages of years. Right, right? and just think it's all good. Yeah, and I don't know. I have that letter framed. Literally have it like right over there, like literally over here. As a reminder. Um, yeah, it's a, it's just a reminder of um, of you could love someone so hard, right? Right. But it doesn't mean they love you back. And it's, it's something I want to remember to be like, hey you got past the situation and you thought, you know, you'd never be in the situation, but you were, and you got past it and you were stronger than you thought you'd ever be. And it's just one of those life lessons. I sort of want to teach my kids or anybody that's going through the same thing as me. Be like, mm-hmm. Hey, check this out. Like read it. Right. Like, this is what it feels like. And this is what it is. And I was strong enough to get over it. Mm-hmm. So let me help you be also strong enough to get over it. Thanks. Dude, that's really good. Wow. So after everything was said and done, what ended up happening? Um, you know, so, just yeah, like what ended up happening? So after I go to after I move, mm-hmm. um that same night, I get a text message by a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. 
and it was basically like a paragraph maybe like that big yeah being like hey you want to work it out okay if not then thanks for everything and that was it that was it and then you That's- moved to Kennesaw right well, I mean, I still had a couple months of college left, but basically I tried to make the best of the situation. So I made new friends, yeah. had better situations, um, sort of just switched up completely, like 180 for what I was doing. And I just try to make the best of it, right? Wow. Because you're in this shit situation, like mm-hmm. you just want to say shitty. And so I did. But I started developing like severe anxiety mm. because I was so scared of this dude. Right. Because I didn't understand it. I didn't understand why like someone would do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there was a point where I saw Freddie's car and I had a panic attack because I was so scared to be like, oh my God, please do not come out. Right. Talk right. to me. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't even understand what a panic attack was like completely that at that point. And so like, I felt like I was dying. Like I thought like a heart attack was happening and I was like, yeah. oh, oh my God. And I called one of my friends and they, they had no idea what to tell me. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And then finally like an hour later it was gone. Oh man. So after everything was like, after he gave you that letter, did you ever speak back to him or um, you just, you we, just cut it off there? Well, it was, technically it was cut off there, mm-hmm. but I saw him, you know, a few times and other people told me they saw him. Um, but anytime I saw him, I just look at him and feel like you don't control me anymore. I just right. tap him up and I'd be like, see ya. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Wow. Okay, man. That takes a lot of strength to just be like, you know, that person is just like not going to control what you, how you feel in your life anymore. And I think that's really cool of you to just be like, you know what, this person's not going to control me anymore. I can forgive that. And is it, have you like forgiven him for what he's done or? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Really hard process. Right. Right. Yeah, it is. It's really hard, but yeah, I for I forgive him. It took me a couple months right of course but i finally just one day i just said i was like i forgive you bro and yeah. someone actually came up to me and told me this mm-hmm. which hit me so hard Drop he it. was like he was like you have to go up to him and say you forgive him yeah and i was like huh I was like, I don't like that. I thought we just walk away from the situation yeah, and, and call away. it done. Yeah, but in a way, it's sort of true, right? Yeah, it is. If you sort, if you, you want to get over that completely, in a way, right? You just have to go up and say, "I forgive you," and they might have any idea what you're talking about. Right, right. They might have completely forgot about the situation. You got to do it for yourself. Exactly. That's what. That's what it's all about. That's so true. I mean, you can give anybody a lot of advice on trying to find somebody, but one of the things that we undermine is just like the power of words and how they can help us and how going up to somebody that hurts us and being like, you know, I forgive you. That's not for them. That's for us. So that way they can't control our lives anymore. Because if we didn't, if you didn't go up to that guy and be like, you know, I forgive you, you'd probably still be thinking about it. And it would just be a weight on your mind to this very day. That's true, but I never did forgive like that. Yeah, I never went up and said forgive you, but I don't think about it anymore. Um, well, that's good. You kind of took your own your own route on that. Yeah, I, I decided I was just like, hey, 
that happened. Right. It's not the end of the world. You're literally not even 20 years old. You're gonna have so much better time. Than us. <laughs> um, life's gonna get a lot harder. Yeah, and I just I learned that if I needed to be secure again, I needed to be secure with myself. Facts. And that's something that I was missing out on, and that's why it even happened in the first place because I wasn't secure with myself, and he gave me false hope of yeah. love, and that's what I was looking for. And so that very summer, I just said whatever. I'm just going to throw my phone away and I'm going to love myself and I'm going to spend time with myself and I'm going to know myself. So whenever I'm by myself, I don't feel like I need anyone. Facts. Facts, bro. I'm so happy that you came to that conclusion, bro, because that's the most important step is like before you can really give yourself to anybody else or, you know, forgive somebody completely, you got to get right with yourself first. Mm hmm. That's the whole thing. That's so funny that we're even talking about this in the first place, because literally last night I was talking to one of my friends, right? Yeah. And he is just like, bro, I have no self-confidence. Like I have good, I feel like I have good friends, but like, I just, I just don't believe in myself. And I go, what? I was like, why do friends matter? (laughs) I was like, why does the the friendship of, you know, having good matter? Um, Because you don't go back to your friends at the end of the night, right? You just go back to yourself. Yeah. And if you're relying on your friends to, you know, give you that joy or happiness, then what's going on in your life? Yeah. They can't, like, is, is it is only going to be like that? They can't always give you that joy and happiness. Not all the time. If you're, you're becoming too codependent on others, if that's going on in your life, you're depending on others to like always give you that happiness or satisfaction. It, it's got to mostly come from you at, at the same time. Wow. Okay. So that was, a pre- that was a pretty good story, man. That was a pretty good one. I hope that, you know, everything with Freddie down the line, just, you know, it affects you less and less. And since you don't think about it, it looks like you're already on a good path to like, Oh yeah. hundred you know, like percent giving him. Yeah. So that's really good, bro. Now, are we ready for my story? We're ready for your story. Okay. Let, me, let me get comfortable. Let me, I'm get ready cozy. to listen. Don't worry. Don't worry. I won't make it too, too long, but um, I'll, I'll get right to the main facts of it. So my story, let's make up a fake name for her. What should we call her? I always like the name Jermisha. Jermisha? Yeah. Okay. Are you going to say Jay? <laughs> okay. So me and Jermisha, right? We had um, an on and off thing for a very long time. We um, were dating, then we weren't, and we were dating again, then we weren't again, and it was just this on and off back and forth, right? Now, Jermisha was a very interesting person because when I first met her, I didn't think much of her. She was, she kind of just distracted me out of nowhere. I was like, I met her in high school, and I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to be focused this year on high school, and then one day she walked into the room, and I was like, damn it. <laughs> I was like, dang it, Jermisha, you got me distracted. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to chase after this girl. I'm going to still focus on myself. Um, so basically what ended up happening was um, I found out that Jermisha thought I was kind of cute. And Ooh. so, you know, her friends were asking me, do I think she's cute or like what I want to date her? And Bro, that like, is such the classic high school story. Thing. Right. <laughs> like so I was just like yeah I mean she's cute and all I think she's cute but you know that's really it I didn't say anything more than that I was just like I think she's cute but down the line me and Jermisha we ended up getting together um we started like dating and hanging out and we were eventually officially a couple 
And me, I was having a good time. I was enjoying it. I was happy. I really liked the girl. Um, but then some things were happening where she moved from a different school and then like also some things in the past from her friend and her exes. And so she said she wasn't able to commit herself to a relationship because she was dealing with a lot of like depression and anxiety and um, old stuff from her past. And she said she still really cared for me that she still wanted to be with me, but she just couldn't right now because of all that stuff that was happening. So me being who I was, I was like, you know what? I understand that. That's okay. Um, we can, we can part ways. So we parted ways. Um, and this was right before prom. She did this to me. Wait, what? Yeah. She did this to me a week before prom. Um, a week before prom? A week before prom. I picked out, she picked out our colors and everything. I went to the prom store. I had our tux. I had my tux ready down to go and she broke up with me. And, um, if if I've, if I've known high school life, if a person breaks up with you before prom, like especially really close, yeah. say goodbye forever. <laughs> I wish that's what I would have done, but <laughs> right, that's not what I did. So um, what ended up happening was that me and her, we broke up. I went to prom with my friends, you know, blah, blah, blah. I saw her having a good time and that hurt me. That hurt me that I saw her having a good time because it didn't look like she was affected at all by the situation of us breaking up. And that started getting to my head. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to. Were you it. like trying to pick her out in the crowd? I actually did. Yeah. What ended up happening was um, I picked her out for like um, one of this, uh, like for one song. And I was just like, hey, can I just dance with you for this like one song? And, you know, we danced and it was like really awkward because like she was dancing and I was like trying to like, you know, pick up on her vibe of dancing. And it just wasn't like it just wasn't doing it. Mm. But, you know, it lasted for probably like literally I, I i kid you not probably like two minutes three minutes max um so it wasn't that long of a dance actually probably less it was probably like a minute and 30 seconds still really awkward though yeah it was really awkward so me and her break up and i'm thinking later on down the line that me and her are going to get back together um i asked one of my friends to ask her if she would want to be so interested in me she said no later on found out that she thought that was a prank um to somebody asking her if i want to get back with me she thought it was a prank and that's why she said no but if she would have known that was it wasn't a prank it was actually me asking she said she would have said yes so anyways blah 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 i get into college um and i'm about to head into college right this girl she is in california she's in california she's doing like acting or whatever i'm here in georgia I'm living my life. I am fine. I'm okay. I'm doing me, you know? And next thing I know, she comes to California. And then I'm back in, I mean, she comes back to Georgia. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I was like, what? (laughs) She comes back to Georgia. And so we're hanging out. Me and her are really cool. Like, and, you know, we're just hanging out while she's here. And as we're hanging out, we're having a good time. And, and we're vibing again. And I'm like, oh, crap. But I just want to be friends with this girl. I just want to be friends with this girl. But things start happening. And I start realizing she wants to be more than friends. And I'm like, I don't know if we should be more than friends because of what happened last time. I just don't know if I want to be in that relationship with you. So in order for us, to, what we had to do, we had to like disconnect for a minute. And I couldn't stop thinking about her. 
I just kept mm. thinking about her, kept thinking about her. I even talked to my mom about it. I'm like, what should I do? I remember specifically the conversation we were in Chick-fil-A drive, um, drive-thru. And I'm like, what did I do, mom? I'm thinking about this girl. What should I do? And my mom, she says, you know what, Josh, you should give it some time. You know, you're thinking about her a lot. You might rush into something you don't really want to do. You should give it some time. What do I do? I do the complete opposite. (laughs) (laughs) I don't take my mom's advice, which I should have. So what ended up happening is me and her, we started hanging out more and more. And we start to really like each other again. And we're like, well, should we make this serious? But she's going back to California. I'm going to be here in Georgia. We're going to be doing this long distance relationship. And I'm not a fan of long distance relationships. But I'm like, I don't know. We should just keep talking. We'll keep talking. We'll just see where things go. And we'll see if we can just handle that at first since you'll be in California. Um, So I go to college. She goes to um, California. And we're here. We got like a three-hour time difference. Me and her are trying to talk. Me and her are trying to hang out. And everything's going good. And eventually one day I'm like, you know what? I want this girl to be my girlfriend. And I was like, okay, I'm going to tell her. So I tell her, I say, hey, I want to be your boyfriend. She was like, oh, I want to be your girlfriend. So we make it official. The thing that was wrong with, with my person, with um, Jermisha, was that Jermisha was kind of, um, she wasn't ready for a relationship. She was not ready for a commitment to be selfless um, on her end. Because every single time that Jermisha had a problem, I was always there to like try and comfort her, try to talk to her about it. I would try and put my feelings on hold just so she can feel like I had, she, she had my whole attention. Like she had all my attention. But then when I had a problem or I wanted to talk to her about something, um, it just felt like she was always trying to solve the situation and not really listen to me. And it always seemed like it kind of just, you know, that we didn't really take it seriously and that she didn't keep my feelings in, um, you know, consideration into consideration. Exactly. So eventually what ended up happening was we broke up, you know, we broke up and me and her were done. I was at college. She was in California. And I said, well, you know what? It's college. I'm going to have fun. I'm going <laughs> to talk to some other girls, you know, whatever. I'm just going to do my thing. Literally, literally two days later, the whole COVID outbreak happens. So then guess who, guess who's coming back home? to do school online and then guess who's coming back home from california because her mom's getting worried about her and doesn't want her over there we're like the biggest covid outbreak is happening so Nero, yeah. right back to the same place right back to the same place bro so literally she comes back and um she comes back i come back and we start hanging out again and then we finally start reading like and I, but i tried to tell her i said you know what don't we're not going to do the same thing. If we make this serious, you got to stop being like so selfish. You have to actually take my feelings into consideration. Like, I'm not trying to do this on and off. And you like, you got to show me that you're serious about this because every single time that we break up, it's because of you and you don't know where your feelings stand and you don't know how you feel about me that I don't know if we could do this. So I told her that. And she said, no, she wants to make it serious. She's here for the long run. She wants to do this. And I said, okay, I'm going to give you another chance, but like three strikes and we're out, we're done not doing this anymore and so we try to make it and everything was going really good at first everything was fine everything felt good but then towards the end of it the same the same cycle basically how long was it 
I think the third time was about, I want to say about six months. Okay. So it was about six months. And where did things start going wrong? Things just started going wrong when um, we started hanging out too much and we started making things just very, very, um, you know, sexual, basically, if I'm just going to be open with the conversation. And that's when things started going wrong. We just we just lost that that deep connection that we had in the beginning, you know, like where we could just sit and have a conversation and enjoy each other's company. At least that's how it felt for me. And the more and more that started happening, the more and more I started like looking at other girls, I started getting interested elsewhere. Um, Me and her started talking less. She stopped opening up to me about some things. I stopped opening up to her about some things. And um, basically what happened was, is that we broke up and I had to end it with her and we ended on mutual grounds. But the thing that I have hard forgiving sometimes is just that you know, we went through all of that and we had to go through that entire process because that literally lasted for like two to three years, that whole thing. And we just had to go through all of that. And I was, I was just, I felt so angry at her for putting me through all of that. And also for putting myself kind of through all of that. Yeah. And you didn't put her through it too. Exactly. I put her through it and she put me through it, but I started taking like my anger out on her and about how I felt and I, I had to start real. And then when the more I started doing that, the more I started wishing ill on her. And I hope that, you know, she wasn't doing well and things like that. And I started like just letting it control my life. And that was really hard on me because I didn't want to do that. You know, like I knew it wasn't really all her fault at the same time, but I was making it seem like it was her fault, you know? So Jeremisha, so what I had to start doing was I started to have to say to myself, I had to start saying goodbye. Ah, I know where this story comes in. I had to start saying goodbye. I literally had to, every single time I thought about her, I had to say goodbye. I'm not going to think about you. Like, just goodbye. We're done. You're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. That's it. I have to end it. I have to say goodbye. And I kept doing that. And that was that that started helping me. Um, and then over time, of kind, it, it helps deal with the pain a little bit. And it helps me just realize that, you know, it's not her fault. I don't I can't wish her ill because she literally it was literally both of our parts on the same time. The whole thing wasn't completely our fault. And I wish her the best. And that's 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 where it ends with Jermisha. And Jermisha's out doing her own thing. I'm not going to get too much. You're, and you're doing your own thing. Exactly. That's wow. What yeah. What a back and forth for two or three years. I mean, what 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 goes on in your head? Like, what is going on up there? Do you, like, know what's going on, really? <laughs> I, I'm starting to get more of a, you know me, man. I'm a hopeless romantic. And so I just I just went where my heart, you know, was leading me. But, you know, it taught me, it taught me um, a bigger lesson. It taught me that if I ever find somebody again, that take it slow, take it easy, get to know that person, really look for the right reasons why you're getting together with this person, not just a spur of the moment kind of thing. Can it be, you know, a deeper connection? Can we just talk and have a good time? Can we you know, connect over things, you know, be similar in a way, but also kind of different, our own people. 
it taught me to look for deeper connections in my life and to also not put my anger on others and how to kind of forgive others in a way and just be right with myself and do my own thing and in order to attract the things that I want in my life and also the people I want in my life. So you talk about forgiveness. Uh, how did you forgive the person that hurt you? Well, basically what I did was, um, like I said, I just started saying goodbye every single time I thought about her. I also, it was so funny because one day I was hanging out with friends and they dared me to call my, um, they call my ex, you know, they, <laughs> they dared me to call Jermisa. They dared me to call her. And so, <laughs> did so you? I did. I did. Oh my God. I called her, but you know, it was so good. It was so good because I didn't call her to be stupid or anything to like okay. make a joke. What I did was I said to her, I was like, Hey, I heard that you're doing well. I heard that you're doing um, a lot of new things in your life. You got a lot of great things going for you right now. And I just wanted to tell you that, you know, I'm happy for you because you were able, you, you've been working for this for so long and you finally got it. And, you know, I know I was like, I was there and I saw the process you went through to get to where you are today. And I just want to say, I'm happy for you. And I, I wish you the best in life. And she goes, she did not know what to say. She did not know what to say. She literally goes, wow, Josh, thank you. Um, yeah, well, same with you. I, I wish you the best in, and all that. And I go, <laughs> and all that. <laughs> she was like, she was like, I wish you the best and, and, and words. I said, don't worry. Don't worry, Jermisha. I know what you're trying to say. I get it. I understand. This is unexpected me calling you. I get it. And she was like, yeah, well, I, you know, just, I wish you the best, Joss. And, you know, I just wish everything in life works out for you. And I said, thank you. I appreciate that, you know. And then that was it. And I just said goodbye. And that kind of helped me a little bit with it. And, you know, I also, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, and what? And I also kind of pray about it as well. And, um, you know, just pray about it and just kind of talk to myself about it. Just because that helps me. And journaling, journaling helps me about it with it also. And so you got past it. And yeah. I, I, I think the key thing to understand with both of our stories mm -hmm. is we both got past it, right? Right. And, you know, it might have taken different journeys, different paths to get past that situation, but it's possible. Yeah. And if you're listening or viewing this and you're at square one, just like Josh and I were at one point, yeah. there's going to be points where you're going crazy about this person you're thinking 24 7 like what 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 right chill out take a step back you know take take a take a breath man <laughs> like this is the healing process is not a day process yeah you know it could be weeks months for some people i'm sure even years right yeah and there's no time limit on when you're going to feel better. Right. And what you should know is one day you most likely will feel a little bit better and you'll be able to, Hey, I got past it and I was stronger than I ever thought I was. And I hope that you take this. And when you get to where Josh and I are, you go, Hey, those two crazy kids on that <laughs> podcast, they, they made it through and I made it through because they made it through that pain, man. Yeah. And, and you know, and, 
exactly bro and you know the memories still come up every once in a while oh yeah of course right and the pain is still there and that leads to ask the question like does forgiving somebody get rid of the pain or does it help you deal with the pain you know you could you could take this in two different directions right oh i only i only speak for me um for me personally the pain's gone really the pain is gone Honestly, completely transparent. Yeah. I don't, I have no pain. You know, mm-hmm. once, once you become secure with this happened, yeah, this was reality and you will do your best to serve yourself on a better or yourself better yeah. in every way you can, at least then you stop thinking about it mm. because you're like, Hey, this happens. This is life. Right. Something I want to, I want to bring up is the hero's journey that I literally just got reminding of, uh, um, by Joseph Campbell. Um, life's a circle in a way. If you think about it, you start off, you know, you don't know what's up. You have problems and then all of a sudden you figure out your problems. Yeah. You take into account the person that hurt you start all the events that led up to the hurt. Yeah. And then getting past it. It's just a cycle and yeah. we just complete we completely do the cycle exactly life and, is gonna test us man exactly and don't think that it's over right someone else is going to hurt you yes exactly we're gonna be hurt so many times and that also comes with the with the point that don't push away people um instead like don't push away people to avoid getting hurt you know that's not gonna help anything because i'm sure we've all done this before we push people away afraid of getting hurt. And that just hurt, that hurts us more in, in, in the inside. And that right. hurts more than actually maybe taking the leap of like the leap of faith, because like they say, it's better to love and to lose than to not love at all. And so we got to be able to open ourselves up to new experiences and new people. Cause if we just shut down from everybody, then we're going to just be alone at the end of it all. And we're not going to have anybody in our corner to go to. That is so true. I, I did find myself at a point where I was just like, nothing right now. Yeah. Like, no one, nobody. And <laughs> I still remember the first time I got out on my show. Yeah. And it felt so good. Right. Like, <laughs> it felt amazing because uh, I got to understand why I love people in the first place. Right. Yes. Because exactly. there's people out there that are fucking awesome. Yes. Right. They're and awesome. there's, and there's, a, and those people that hurt you screw them screw them man you just gotta go yeah you forgive them and then move on and move on (laughs) but and take the time uh, if you need right like take the time you got to take the time because you can't just you can't just you know get over somebody or be been hurt by a person and then you're like okay i'm all good on to the next one it's like no no that's not (laughs) how it works because if you do that you're just going to you're going to always have that quick response that well if somebody even hurts me in the slightest or maybe they say a mean thing to me I'm gonna auto- yeah you're going to automatically think to yourself okay I got to leave this person before it gets worse and without you even trying to make it better that's the whole thing and so yeah like take that time because yeah okay maybe you got to distance yourself away from everybody but take some personal time with yourself self reflect do some self healing Tell yourself why you're important, why you deserve to be loved, and then go out of your shell again once you're ready. But don't stay in that shell too long because then it's going to be too late and 
you're going to miss so many opportunities and so amazing people to meet. True. And you can sort of like the show. There's a, there's eventually a point where you could just be like, I love this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You love this. And I don't know if that's for you or not, but basically at the end, do whatever process you need to do in order to forgive the people that have hurt you because carrying that pain and carrying those grudges and that hatefulness towards somebody that is not going to do you any good because what you're going to do is you're going to start applying that hatred and those grudges into other life situations. And it's just going to make life miserable for you. It's going to make true. it, you're just going to see things in more negative light, right? That's true. <laughs> it is true. Uh, guys, I hope that we could help, you know, right. I hope that I hope that we helped. I hope if you can relate that we added some advice in there that you can relate to that you can sort of thrive off of. Right. Exactly. So thanks Josh for sharing. I really appreciate you opening up to us. <laughs> I appreciate you opening up to us as well, my man, because that was a great story. And I'm just happy that we were both on the road to being better on ourselves and opening ourselves up to more people to come our way. Right. That's right. All right, guys. Well, that's just a little quick episode for you guys about just remember to forgive others because holding on to the pain, it's not going to do anything for you except bring you more pain. So just remember to open yourselves up a little bit, take the time when you need it, forgive those or do whatever you need to in order to forgive those who have hurt you and then move on because there's a much better life out there for you when you just open yourself up and you forgive and you're tranquil with the thought that I've been hurt. I've learned from it. Time to move on. That's right. Thanks, man. All right. Well, guys, as always, we are the Better Together podcast, and we love you guys so, so much here. Remember to go out there, make the day yours. Love you guys so, so much, family. Stay safe out there, especially during these times. And remember, I'm Josh. I'm Seth. (laughs) And we'll see you guys next time on the Better Together podcast. And have a good one.